Hello, welcome to the Mad Sounds podcast. Yet, yet again, your sexy host Aidan Noah is here, and I've got we've got our first guest of the, I think ever really. We've had Barton on before when he was a guest, but he's a co-host now. So we've got our first ever guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Q. Yeah, it is a uh, <laughs> my, my beautiful flatmate and. Uh, Exactly. Shout out Gas Park. Uh, all my homies in Bruges know it. Yeah, so we're, we're going to be doing a bit different. We're not talking about a rap album today. Barton's still away. I mean, I know last time he literally said that he's already been away, but shh. Um, this is an episode on... Do you, do you want to introduce the album? Uh, it's Paolo Tini's new album. I forgot the name of it. Because is it Late Night in the Bittersweet? Yes, Last Night in the Bittersweet. There you go. Uh, that's bad. You should know that. Know. Uh, we're, we're not gonna. We're not gonna get into the album just yet because I feel like that's a bit, a bit too soon. You know what I mean? I keep calling it through the echoes, so I, that's why I don't know. Through but the yeah. echoes. Good song, but we'll get to it. Um, yeah, we're doing a bit, bit of a different route. But before we get into that, this is your first podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first time ever being on a, a pod, and you, you've chose the best podcast in the oh. country. Yeah, I, I can't deny that, no, can't deny it. Exactly, it's unbelievable. Uh, you should all be spinning it. If you're listening to this and you've not listened to the podcast, you're lying because you listen to it now. True. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I'm spitting facts. I come on the podcast and I spit facts. <laughs> That's how this shit goes. So, uh, as I mentioned in a previous episode, one of the things that I want to do is I want to kind of add a bit of continuity. I want to rip off ha- rip off Happy Hour, basically. That, and I've been doing that in many ways, uh, including loads of references that none of you. I don't know if you ever listen to it, but yeah, I probably. Yeah, I do a lot of references to Baton that he doesn't get and he doesn't realise it's a re- He just kind of thinks I'm just talking. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, what I want to do is I've I've I think I might mention this. I, honestly, I can't remember. You sit and talk for an hour, you forget what you say. Uh, one of the, I did just say this to you. We're gonna make like a kind of hall of fame type thing, but yeah. I'm not gonna call it that because that's literally just what Happy Hour have. So we're going to make a, a, maybe make it into a playlist. And every time I get a guest on, uh, we've got... Podcast, Blossom's podcast. Ah, yeah, yeah, but instead of five songs, one song. Right, okay. And it can be from anywhere in the world. It doesn't have to be from Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has to be from Paisley. <laughs> <laughs> Powell, that's it. <laughs> Actually, though. Uh, we also, I have another guest coming on soon. Yeah? Uh, he's a friend of ours. Oh. And uh, he sings. I'm not even sure who this is. Oh! Well, I said that quietly because it was going to be a little surprise, but just because I, I want to have people on, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that's nice true. Yeah. Well, I think... I'll, I can't believe I didn't get that. I just didn't clock it straight yeah, away. We don't surprisingly have, considering everyone does the music or surprising few amount of people we know make music. True. But everyone's very musical. Yeah. Because, I mean... I mean, as I describe it, my, my three flatmates being very musically talented, mm. guitarist, producer, drummer, and pianist. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty off it, isn't it? Very much, yeah, musical flat, and there's me. And there's bars being flat left, right, and centre. I know, right? So, I'm, I mean, I've kind of put this off for a few minutes, so you've got the time to, like, think of something to actually say. Do you have a song? You're putting me on the spot here. Right, well, I'll tell you what, we can kind of, like... Uh, chat shit for a few seconds so you can have a look I'm oh. feeling I can I'm hoping it's going to be something I know mm, right okay wait let me go through let's go through the Spotify 
Right. What what am I starting this off with? What am I? What kind of genre are we going for? You can go for any genre. This is a very musically inclusive podcast. Uh, also, by the way, quick side note: Happy birthday to Dylan Perry. Oh, yeah. I forgot it's Dylan's birthday. I, I said know. happy birthday like one minute past twelve. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I've, he just messaged me there, so I thought I'll tell him. I, by the way, general, I don't really use my phone very much, but I thought while you're doing that, I was gonna look at songs and then got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be anything. I feel like the the thing mm. we go for is that we like to talk about all genres, even if the last few episodes have been rather rap centric. See, okay, so assuming that we're talking about uh, Paolo. Uh, I'm gonna go with a Paolo feature. Oh wait, I think I know what song you're gonna say, and this makes me happy. By the view. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I'm gonna go with covers. What a song! I mean, so you said it, so I will let you kind of do some talking about it. But it's a fucking brilliant song. See, I I didn't know much about that album before. I think it was I mean, it was Jack Fagan that told me about it. And he, he was like, oh, have you in the Paolo did a, like, a thing ages ago? And I was like, I've never heard of this. And then I went and listened to it, and it's very fucking good. Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, the every, if you've not, the View themselves are a really cool band. It's a good combination, because I don't think I ever get much chance to talk about the View on this podcast. They're just kind of your average kind of rock, indie oh. rock band. But they're very good, very catchy, and this song is phenomenal. So... Fun fact about that album as well. I can't remember what it's called. It's something bitch, I think. Um, but my sister got a free, like, early release version of it because she's friends with one of her mates is mates with the entire band, The View. That's sick. Yeah. And th- I mean, I feel like it's from being from Dundee. They're also, I feel like one of them is from Dundee or I was going to say aren't they Scottish yeah yeah they're Scottish yeah but I'm not sure exactly where they're from but they are yeah I feel like one of them is from they're either have passed through Dundee quite a lot or they one of them is from Dundee yeah that would make sense I'm not I don't think they're one of them bands that's like associated with like do you know how like a lot of Scottish artists are like you know where they're from just for whatever reason I don't think they're like one of them usually yeah I mean I mean, I can only name Kyle from The View. I don't know the rest of them names, but... I probably should do, so I mean, I listen to them that often, but yeah, I probably should know the rest of them, but Kyle Faulkner's album's also very good. Yeah, and this this song is is a hard S. If I were, I'm not ranking it, but hypothetically, it's a very like, fucking good song. I feel like once there's more songs on your tier list, I think my job Well, we do a tier list for the albums we talk about, so yeah. this Paolo one's getting tiered. Um, and also, this isn't to do with music, but fucking hell, the weather. It's hurting really badly. <laughs> Global warming be like. Global warming being 40 degrees in England and 30 in Scotland. <laughs> That's absolutely brutal. Um, also, for our jobs, it's not particularly... No. Fun making pizzas. <laughs> oh, it's brutal, isn't it? Anyway, so, we're coming... We're talking... In fact, I will... We like to do some uh, some like context and stuff. Paul Mutini, first time you ever heard him? Oh, I was probably like, I must have been under 10. And it was my mum probably. My mum had the entire CD of, um, this is awful. I found a mind blank of like Sunny like Side Up. Sunny Side Up, that's what it is. My mum had the entire album, like had the album on CD. And that and the killers was all that she played. 
So it's a good album. Yeah, isn't it? so my mum introduces me to Paolo. So big up the mumsy. Yeah, big up. Um, do you know the song? He does a cover of a song called Smokey Joe's Cafe on it, and it's funky as shit, and I love it. I mean, that entire album is just like. So sad. Sadly, that's not the one we're talking about. No. But see, we're the talking about the new one. Yeah, which isn't a bad thing. I finally brought one out. Uh, the first time I heard them was from my sister and my brother-in-law. And I was just kind of in the car with whoever. And they were like, have you ever heard of Paolo? I was like, nah, mate. So I listened to, like, New Shoes and then became obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Such I a summary song. I mean, I was very... Yeah. I mean, it was very much somewhere on. It was very much me being young and being like, this is fucking... Yeah, having a little boogie. And sort of, he's had quite an interesting progression because I don't know all that much. He's from where we live. Yeah. Uh, so he's kind of like the only person anyone... But yeah. yeah. Only claim to fame Taylor's got, really. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> do you know where I'm from, Billingham? Do you know what yeah. the one claim to fame we have is? You know... I feel like someone's told me this as well. Uh, go on. You know Maximo Park? Yes, yeah. Aye. The singers. I, do, I from, where, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty cool. Good band down there. Yeah, very good band. Yeah, got some hard bangers, some songs on Burnout. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, pa- he's kind of, if you not listen to Paul Martini, which is weird because he's both insanely successful and no one, not, like, do you know what I mean? It's a weird kind of, I feel yeah. very much in this country he's well known, but. I would say that, he's not crossed the pond quite, I, I mean, maybe, but I, I don't think he's crossed the pond quite as much as like other bands could have been, or I mean, not a band, but like obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I also think he's one of them artists that has deceiving numbers because Jerry Cinnamon's the same way. If you look at his streams, it isn't as big as you'd think. And the Cortinas are one who are like, a, if you, you shouldn't know who the Cortinas are, come on. They have, if you look at their streams and stuff, mm-hmm. pretty low, like for a band that then goes and sells out like arenas consistently. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I feel like it might be that most people know them by their name and maybe don't listen to them as much but yeah. I don't know yeah I guess so I've always found Paolo's like that because he is supr- always like this album got number one without even trying no it's, yeah very easily done yeah and if you look at the Spotify plays as well it's not that high yeah which exactly. I, I, yeah I mean that's fair enough actually yeah. but then also I feel like a lot of his songs drown out like I mean Spotify's not a good way of looking at it but no but it's I suppose for, in terms of like popularity and stuff I always find that it's a good way of comparing artists. I guess so, Which yeah. isn't necessarily like a good thing, but it's like, uh, I've done like, I remember in college of sixth form, I had to do an essay about, you know, it was like a 6,000 word thing, and I picked to do about streaming. Mm-hmm. So having researched like all the numbers and stuff, and like, I know how it works quite well, it's very, ref- because it's so popular to use Spotify, yeah. it's very reflective of how many people actually like someone. And, like, that's why certain bands, like, I do really like Portugal, the man, but if you ever look at them, oh, like, there's loads of rap and stuff, like, Jid has the same thing, where there will be one song that has, like, a billion streams, and all the other ones have, like, a few million. Yeah, it kind of drowns it out. Yeah, I, I see that. Like, um, I don't think you can do it anymore on Spotify, but you used to be able to, like, do, like, because it shows the top five, and yeah. then it, it then goes down to the top ten or whatever, but I think it... If ne- you go on the web player on yeah. the computer you can look at the streams for every song individually right okay well i mean on on your phone anyway it just shows you the top five songs that are being like played at the moment i think um but yeah, i don't know it, it used to be well, it used to be like a tiered one and it used to show them whatever but 
live and live that because yeah. you know but whatever reason um well actually speaking of like streaming and stuff i don't normally think of this but i would ju- i think i was thinking about it the other day uh this is like the, a really weird thing to interject while we're about to explain paolo nutini but the new, if you're into like if you want to try something a bit different the new example album is really fucking good yeah I've not listened to that. I won't. I, I'm not going to talk about it much, but I just I listened to it the other day, and it's really good. Anyway, Palmitini. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's kind of like somewhere between pop, a singer songwriter. I hope I plausibly went through, but pop, uh, a singer songwriter, and like just acoustic stuff. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, he's very. I mean, yeah, he bop bounces about quite a lot. Yeah, so it goes from like you get like new shoes and stuff which are kind of like Very old Ed Sheeran style pop songs where it's like it's like catchy and that but it's yeah. just a guy and a guitar yeah and then you go to stuff off where it's like Pencil Full of Lead yeah I get it Pencil Full of Lead is very much funky like who would ever thought he was a fucking Scotsman but <laughs> especially with his name also he's got uh, I can't remember he's got like family from like somewhere else but that's partly why his music's so like especially some of it is so funky but yeah. every album kind of has a bit of a different sound. So the first one is quite like just acoustic. Then Sunny Side Up was very kind of funky. It mixed the genres up yeah. a lot. Bits of jazz, bits of. And then Caustic Love, which has Iron Skies, which is one of his best songs ever, is a soul album. Yeah. I'm very bad at that, uh, where I call albums by like the. like Just the a song. song. Yeah. I'll but do that with. Um, do you know uh, watching movies with the sound off like Matt Miller? I always call it Objects in the Mirror. See, I do it all the time with random albums where that's one of them where it's called Caustic Love, but I call it Iron Sky. That's fair though, because that is like one of the best songs yeah. ever made. I mean, in the entirety of Caustic Love is very, very good. It's yeah. just it's from his other two albums, it's very off the side, and then yeah. with this album, it's a bit close at this album. Yeah, Caustic Love's very. There's songs in this album that are very much Caustic Lovey, mm. but then there's also other songs that are just like the more rocky yeah this if song you, if you know what i mean they're, they're kind of rocky yeah this album does veer more towards stuff like that I suppose. yeah it is it's a nice change but so kind of after what it must have been more than five years no 2014 that album came out didn't it so six seven years yeah i think since last album he just kind of announced it one day like ayo album i'm, I'm an album now yeah. And then just started turning everything again. So. Yeah, and it came out, and I was quite excited for it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't get really excited for albums anymore. I'm very much of a case of like, I listen to it when it comes out. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I was kind of like, it was because it's someone I've liked for quite a while. It's quite like excite, you know, when you yeah. see. Yeah, it was kind of like that, but, um, yeah, it's quite an interesting album. I think we'll, we've got quite a lot to talk about. Mm that's fair so uh, I, I don't know if you know this but usually what I do is I'll get like the genius up like oh, yeah. the website and look at like lyrics and stuff uh, so I, I wrote some notes but I'm going to kind of flick between the, the notes and then and then at the end as always we'll put in a little tear for you and I also said this beforehand I, I do like this album but I reckon this might be one of the most negative episodes we've done. Jeez. Not for you necessarily, but like, you know, for me. Yeah. For me. I feel like you've got a better grasp on it as well where you can talk about things and 
with you being more negative, or you're saying that this is going to be a bit more negative. Uh, I, I, I don't know where you're coming from with it, but I can almost understand if you're going in the way I want, think you're going to go. Not as much the, as possible, but yeah. I'll, I feel like I might give some kind of like explanation now as to what my main problem with this album is that I've heard how he writes so like you know you even without consciously thinking it you know that a Paul Nutini song is going to be little intro verse chorus verse mm-hmm. bridge yeah. you know blah 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 and that's just kind of how they all are and now when I listen to this album for the first time I get I do have this a lot with a lot of music now and this is just because you forget how like saturated it is yeah uh, I can kind of if it uh, it's just individually these songs I'd probably enjoy them a lot more but listening to it as an album I get so far through and I don't really feel like I have an incentive to keep going I I can yeah I can only agree with this yeah. I also got when I was listening through I also got lost on whereabouts I, I was in the album and yeah. where I was in songs wise because I, I I've listened to it a th- few through a few times so far and it's not so I'll get lost and I because I, I don't know all the names of the songs at this point mm. it's the case of when you're listening through the entirety yeah, you like, get lost and you're like is this a new song or not yeah and like I, I don't know if you found this but I listened to it kind of as I was doing other things and even then I found myself subconsciously going to play something else yeah like partway through a song or something yeah I I could I can vouch for the fact that by the end, nearing the end of it, I was almost getting, not bored, but I, I wouldn't be objectifying to listening to something else. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. In a way, it, it does kind of, I don't, it is good, but it does get a bit boring at points because you're like, especially when it's songs that are very similar to ones he's done before. Yeah, I have definitely skipped in this. Oh, yeah. Some of these are a skip. <laughs> And with that being said, we'll get into the first song off the album, Afterneath. Uh, what do you think? It's a skip. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a skip. So th- the start of it is obviously okay, and I'm alright listening to it, but then it's a case of some way through of it, I'm just like, yeah, okay, just one now. <laughs> no, I feel like this is almost not a song, whereas it's just an intro. That's true, but I would, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about it in a bit, but I don't have the same effect with the interlude. Yeah? No. Okay, right. Now, have you ever listened to Holy Fire by Falls? You're going to hate me for saying no. I'm I'm fine with that. that. It's a good album, but the first song is called Prelude, right? And this song reminds me a lot of it in the way that it's like, quite a sort of sparse instrument right with him just effectively screaming single words over it as opposed mm. to being like properly written i feel like i have heard word prelude um i guess so yeah because it is a very like the song itself is kind of it's almost mumbly in bits and then yeah. it's yeah it and is very much an intro but yeah. and it does kind of i like his voice a lot and this does quite even though he's not singing as such, he's more saying words, but like singing words, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I do think it's really good. And one of the things that I really like is, you know, towards the end, there's um, like a, a sample or like a, a voice of some woman. Yeah. 
yeah. saying, I can't, it's like something like, oh, you know, so cool, whatever. And then he's got like a monologue at the end. Mm-hmm. I just think it goes quite hard. And like, I really like the bass line. And I've, I'm pretty sure I wrote this down, actually. Uh, it it does something. This is one of the things I found that as we get through this, I get gradually more frustrated with as I'm listening to it, is that it feels like at the very least, 90% of the songs seem to... I know that a song building is like a common thing, right? Mm-hmm. A crescendo and whatever. Yeah. But it feels like every single song, you just kind of go into the build. Not every song, yeah. but do you know what I mean? There's a lot of yeah. songs where... It's a lot of build up and then not much after. Yeah. And then, because you kind of get to this climax and then you get a next song, like the start of the song, Stone Summit, and then it'll kind of gradually do the same. Yeah. Or it's just always built. It's like one of the, It's like a joke DJ kind of thing. Yeah. Where like it's always building but not really going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like the song a bit. I do like the song, but I kind of. Yeah. I feel like one of the things that Paolo is both good at and like average at is his songwriting his lyrics and stuff are amazing but then at the same time it's almost a trap of the type of music do you know what I mean a trap <laughs> <laughs> I guess so yeah um, yeah I mean I very much uh, first through first proper listen I was like yeah okay second listen I feel like I probably did listen through it all the way and then after that it's just a full on uh, I'm not listening to it anymore. No, I respect. I that. I get. It, I pr- I mean, it's probably the same for most albums with intros that I'll like. First experience of it, I'll listen to it, but after that, I'm not really caring anymore. That's fair. It might be the case where when I come back to the album in a while, I'll, when I'm listening to it, I'll be more appreciative of it. But for now, for now, it's very much skip this and let me listen to the rest of them. But as you're saying, also that it, I feel like it's also the case of a lot of them are the building kind of thing and I'm not yeah. it, I just want to get to the chunk of the music and it mm, there's some songs that I do really like in it and I, I'll happily listen to it but there's a lot of them are just kind of like they don't go where yeah. yeah no I get that this being said there's kind of the first half of this album has this lovely stretchy songs that are about to get into where they're all just hard see I, I feel like I've got the different perspective from you where yeah. I, I said to you a while ago when we first said we were going to do this album, after a first listen, the first half isn't as good as the second half for me. Yeah. And I feel like it's probably more so the middle of the album I like more. Yeah. Um, I, I guess that's unfair. The last two songs aren't, they aren't my favourite, but the, the middle portion of it I very much enjoy subtract like one or two songs but yeah yeah okay right well what do you think of the next song well, well i know usually i go quite into the lyrics which i will get to for this one but what do you think of radio i think radio is probably one of the better songs on this album it's hard <laughs> isn't it so it's minus what i've just said but yeah <laughs> radio is probably one of the better songs on this album so I love it. It's got this like again. It starts with like a bassline. With one thing I do like about this album is the lead guitar is quite like it. Just kind of it's like he's got a paintbrush. You know that really stupid modern art where they just fucking fling paintbrush on it. He's done that but with guitar, hasn't he? <laughs> but like it works. And like the lyrics on this song I thought were really good. And I like 
do you know on I think it's one of the choruses you know where he goes like ah, ah the eye bit on one of them there's a bit where everything pauses apart from him singing it yeah and it's just oh, it's just perfect it's really good see I'm also struggling here or to fully grasp it because I'm thinking about it but then I'm also not weird enough to like pick it apart like you are because I feel like I've not listened to this as as you would listen to it I don't think I've listened to it as I mean way. if it helps a lot of this I've, I kind of got to a point in this album where I was struggling to listen to it apart from certain songs so for quite a lot of this album I can't I couldn't tell you how it goes yeah just off the top of my head uh, I mean I feel like there's a couple songs in there that I could sing back to you like the next one yes but eh, I don't know yeah. I just right so I won't linger on radio too long because it's not like particularly long or anything I just think it's quite good and there's some pretty funny lyrics if you think about it like <laughs> uh, I've left myself and now I want to go home and up there in your tree house pigs and politicians go bump in the night it'll take more than a superman to make us think that everything's alright that's <laughs> quite silly I like it <laughs> <laughs> my man's just talked oh I love it it's just a decent little tune yeah I also kind of agree with the message of there's nothing on the radio that's actually fucking decent <laughs> yeah genuinely and also that's catchy he's got a very good voice for a hook yeah yeah, yeah I'd agree with that yeah and next up <laughs> through the echoes yeah it's such a good song <laughs> it's uh, through the echoes is like it's a very much the reason it's the lead single is because it's really catchy it's got like a really strong hook whatever yeah. it's got you know lead guitars and shit laid a lot of acoustic guitar yeah I, I feel like it's it's also kind of one of them things where it's very obviously a way to be the more popular song yeah so almost strategical kind of thing to bring it yeah bring it out there like that also the, the first lyric is depressing as shit I've was the first lyric if when I say it you'll know I'm always wondering what it'd be like to die she asks me why yeah I, I mean I feel like everyone's had that thought as well though yeah but like it, it it's, is it's very depressing obviously and maybe it isn't everyone maybe it is just me being a wee depressed old weirdo yeah. but I, I do I do very much sympathize no, it, with it it does make sense yeah because it's like it's not even necessarily a depressing sentiment it's more just like, I wonder, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it depends on the way he means it. But one thing I can't get about this song, right? Yeah. What, through the echoes, right? Because it's kind of the repetition of asking why. Does he mean that why is the thing that's echoing? And what's through the echoes? Because I love the hook, but I'm only thinking of this now. I don't know what it means. <laughs> I've got to go read this now. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? I've never thought of it. Can I just say, if you've not, oh, if you've not listened, that's fine. If you've not listened to this song, please do go and listen to it because it's really good. Uh, it's very catchy and he's an unbelievable lyricist. But now that I come to think of it, I really don't know what it means. Um, I might be off with this by quite a minute, but from... Just having a quick scan over it again and reading it, is it not through the echoes of him thinking about death? Oh, he's like, oh wait, yes, he's like, he's yeah. he's uh, he's hearing her come through and basically checking on him yeah. through the, the constant e reminder of 
death basically and him thinking about dying that's depressing as shit but poetic in it yeah there's also a little bible reference i think because the, the bit that's like when you ask for bread and get a stone i'm pretty sure that's some form of like biblical thing i have no idea i went to christian primary school and i couldn't tell you do you know why I, where i've came up with that genius has this beautiful thing where people annotate it <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah there you go um good song really good song next up acid eyes probably my favorite i'm gonna say favorite song on this album yeah do you know what my entire notes about this song were neat little song catchy true it's good in it it's just a, i really like it very yeah short and sweet but yeah it sums it up kind of well I, I do think this is probably my favourite song on this album because I did I did show it to our other flatmate Owen yeah. um, and I said that this was probably the best album, song on the album and I probably still agree with that it's really good It's actually has one of my favourite bridges on the album I didn't really think of it as a bridge when I was listening to it but in hindsight yeah uh, just with lyrics and stuff he, yeah. he's a very good lyric man he's very good at lyrics I mean, I feel like that's came from his very like slower background in like past album. Well, I mean, like caustic love, caustic love, really. But yeah, yeah, it has came from caustic love, and because I mean, I guess the other song, other albums are also they mean stuff. The the words themselves aren't. How am I saying this? The words themselves aren't like meaning anything, but behind what yeah. he's saying, there is some like there's other meanings. It's almost like the lyrics aren't necessarily like flawless but his the emotion he's putting into his voice is giving it jummy's you know I mean? adding to the meaning yeah. so like if i read you lyrics this is a thing that i found doing this podcast when i read lyrics out it's never as sick as if someone raps them or sings them yeah i can see that it is it's the case where you've got to put the emotion into the words as well to be able to portray what you're trying to portray yeah also the kind of sentiment of this song that's kind of like he loves somebody but acid eyes meaning he's basically scared of them yeah and like the first verse and quite explains it quite well where it's like you did the damage from the start you're whistling my like it's like they were almost too good to be true yeah and like the second bit where it's like uh you moved so fast and that it's like it was almost like they've just kind of done a little facade it's just quite a it's a nice not nice but it's a important sentiment yeah uh, that's kind of how i took it where he's saying he's saying that he loved them but he never told it to their face because obviously he didn't want to yeah he didn't want to and it's, it's uh, yeah i i yeah and you can almost kind of, you could take it in ways that are like i don't want to go too much into it but you can go into ways like you could look at this from the angle of like it doesn't even necessarily mean he never said it it could just be he didn't say it enough i mean there's a lot of angles but that's kind of I like how I don't know if this is just me being better at analysing than usual or not but there's a lot of angles you can look at what he's saying from and yeah. it all kind of links together it's nice yeah I mean I just very much like the song it's I'm, I'm having full mind blank because you're very much being able to analyse much better than I am <laughs> and normally I'm alright with this but I don't it's know, catchy. I yeah, uh, true. It's very uh, that, catchy. I feel like for a lot, like a lot of the song, I do want to talk about some of the lyrics. There's bits I really like, but generally, one thing this man does is even the slow songs have really good melodies. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like that's also 
I'm gonna compare it a lot to Cosmic Love. That's I feel like the, perfectly fine. I feel like it is. Clo- it's a lot closer to that than, than the other two albums. Yeah, um, I think that is fully just him though. He's very much good at bringing the melody in, even though he's still not. Yeah, this is it. When I was on about his songwriting earlier, I would l- like he's an excellent songwriter with the melody and stuff mm-hmm. it's the as we'll see further on with the exception of the next interlude kind of really uh the like it's the kind of structures are the only flaw because he's a really good like, melody writer and stuff and the fact that he writes stuff i don't know how well I mean, i'm sure there's some co-writers and stuff but with a very big part a lot of this he kind of writes himself and whatever yeah I was about to check on Spotify for co-writers there, but yeah. Well, I was. Uh, there are some on certain songs. Um, I was in quite impressive ones actually, but you'd kind of expect that with a yeah. lot of stuff. But it it seems to be a case of it's just kind of him and some other guy for most of it. And they'll, yeah. yeah, like a, a lot of the songs in here, I've just looked. There are quite a few that he's just wrote himself. Yeah. So um, yeah, he's. I mean, he's good at what he does. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in fact, some of the songs are wrote with a songwriter. I'm just going to quickly check through the echoes. Also, through the echoes is all him. But anyway, some of the songs are wrote with a songwriter uh, who did, like, one of their songs and stuff. Yeah? Yeah. I mean... Songwriters are a weird thing because it, when you don't, like, know... a lot To a lot of people, they just kind of shun it immediately when yeah. you shouldn't. But, I mean... Not to say that like all pop mu- music and everything is very great, but if you look at like m- most like top ten songs, there's probably going to be about ten people credited for yeah, just exactly. writing the song, and that's not a bad thing because no. like so this is a thing that I've been in fact, do you know what I've not even spoke about yet. In fact, I I will talk about what I've been up to after. We'll do this interlude first because it's an interlude, and then I want to ex- talk about what I was going to say. Right, so okay. just. When we get to it, just in case I forget what I was going to say, I was going to talk about Jake Bug, and it was to do with songwriters. Anyway, Stranded Words, the interlude. I've also had this conversation with Owen, but I think it reminds me a lot of um, Speed Boy Boat. Yeah? Yeah. I I don't know what about it does, but it does. And, I mean, very Scottish song, so yeah. I guess so. But, I don't know, it, I just very much like it. It's, it's, it's good, isn't it? It's one like normally I would be the type of person just to skip the interlude after a few plays, but I will have to listen to it and just sit there and listen. It's very very enjoyable. subdued, not too much going on, but yeah. very nice, just nice. It's just very calming. Yeah. Also, the it's wrote very much to the poem. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, it's it looks like a poem. It yeah. it feels like a poem. For I cannot complain, and the riot at the sunset paints the color of the rain. There's my favorite lyrics from. I, I don't even have a comment on it, but like, yeah. She goes hard. It does. It does indeed. Now, uh, we will probably have to pick up the pace a little bit uh, after this. Well, I suppose we've been talking a lot. Actually, it took us quite a while to get into it. Maybe not. Yeah. Just uh, what I was going to say is recently I went to a, a gig. I'm yeah. going to another one on Wednesday on my birthday. Oh, Modest Mouse on my birthday. Oh, I forgot about that. You did tell me about that. My yeah. favourite band ever, Modest Mouse, in, in Glasgow. I'm excited. But the gig you did go to was very good. It was unbelievable. So it was Jerry Cinnamon at Hampden Park. Yeah. With uh, the Snuts, Jake Bug, and the Charlatans. 
Oh, I forgot that it, it was swapped out. So, because on the Sunday, there, Travis also played. Yeah, yeah. Travis and Vistas played, as I said. Wasn't it... Was it Jake Bugger's well in the second there? Yeah. yeah. Or I mean... Mm, I'm not sure. Oh, no, yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, yeah. He was good. But what... See, uh, it was unbelievable. The atmosphere was amazing. The, yeah. the only thing I didn't enjoy was so I, the snot I've wanted to them for ages. That was unreal. Jake Bug, I've loved him for ages and ages. And he played all songs I liked. The one issue was now, I'm not massive on the Charlotte right? but I like a few songs. Yeah. And they're cool. And I really like the singer as a person. Yeah. However, I don't know if it was where I was sat or if it was literally that I wasn't enjoying the music. I've already said this, but I'll take it to the podcast. But I swear to God, there was some sort of disgusting feedback that was giving me a headache. Yeah, I... I'd Whereabouts were you? Were you centre of the... No, I was like to the right of the mm. stage, but I was like seated. It's possible that it was positioned, but then, I don't know. See, the way it works when it's like that is they have like so three kind of sets of engineers. Yeah. And like, I don't know it, if what it was, but it got to like the last few songs they're doing and it just hurt my head, but it was amazing. And there were, I'll, before I'm sounding too critical... I actually there were a few Charlton songs that I've gone and listened to after it and I particularly enjoyed. So. Yeah, that's fair then. But what I was gonna say about Jake Bug and songwriters, he his first two albums are very like especially his first one, is very personal. Yeah. And he wrote most of it, if not all of it, with a songwriter. Right, okay. Right. Now, this is a weird one because the person that I'm about to say has seen it almost seems like he doesn't know what he's talking about is Noel Gallagher. Because he was a massive fan of Jake Bug. Mm-hmm. And he basically went, oh, I thought he wrote everything himself. The fact he's wrote anything with a songwriter has ruined it for me. So Jake Bug dropped the songwriter and released some pretty naff albums. And then now he's good again. Yeah. But that's a weird one to me. Because I don't understand why you're not allowed to use songwriters. Like, I, know I, the, but I don't understand what the stigma is. Because to certain times, right? Yeah, but so like Lightning Bolt, he's literally said before that he was sat in the car and he thought three like he thought of like the dinner and yeah. then he played it and was like oh they just came to me he's wrote it <laughs> yeah i i feel like a lot of the time with songwriters or like people like the extras on top of it is like it's the case of the person that's the person that's releasing it's most likely gonna be the one that's wrote the vast majority of it yeah. and then it's probably gonna be like people either like adding things onto it or helping in a way to make yeah. the bit of song better like, i don't understand yeah especially with solo artists because like if you are a solo artist then they songwriters anyway because you can't write that you're not writing the full thing entirely on your own no. i mean so like say like i was trying to i don't know fucking jable would have been a good example he's already said him but you know what i mean like loads yeah. of people will write a song and then they'll go in with a producer and even then the producer will add things and be like oh we should try this yeah anyway next song lose it it's weird this one actually it's very much the other ones are quite like acoustic and stuff this is the one with the like subdued what like the, it sounds yeah. like he's speaking through a he's got like effects on his voice like he's speaking through like, an old mic through a radio or whatever see this is probably one of the ones that i was meaning where it, it's slightly more rocky it, it's not full it's not as much maybe but it it gives me kind of like a rocky vibe it is a lot more rock centric than a yeah. lot of the other stuff where yeah, it, it gives me more of a rock vibe. It's also one of them ones where it goes up and down quite a lot. Yeah. 
and I don't know if I like it or if I don't. That's it's probably the one that I'm probably the most up in the air about because it's I've heard it on the radio a couple of times, and I'm like, I don't know if I like it. Yeah. And then I've listened to it on my own. And I'm like, it's all right, it's okay, but it, it's still up in the air if I yeah. like it or not. See, one of the things, one the kind of the main kind of pulling point for me on this song is it's not pulling point. Die, is it on the radio? I'm, I'm just blind. Um, one of the things that I like is the lead guitar throughout. Yeah. And the little soloy bits are really, really tight. They're very good. Yeah. I mean, I feel like very good. Very good. Very nice. Steak and oranges. <laughs> <laughs> Big forest man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I'll tell you, one of the highlights of the gig was this like this lady walked past us and she had a little like bucket hat on because everyone did because fucking Jerry Slim and that. Anyway, it said in it, Tory scum. Yep, I I feel like that's is that no shit was hard. Is that not a Sam Fender? It hat? might be. Yeah, it's weird how many the the only artist that I think's absolutely smashed merch for slandering Tories is Slow Tie, because yeah. like other stuff like that. I'm pretty sure it, I know it's someone I can't mind who but I don't know if it is or not but I'm pretty sure some fans release something like that but the reason I like the slow tie one is because it's Boris Johnson with his <laughs> todger <laughs> fucking the country and like do you know what I mean yeah. it's funny isn't it yeah I got a slow tie do you remember when he played at, uh, I think it was like Mercury Awards or something and he brought out the Boris Johnson head <laughs> uh, top five artists for me yeah we need to do a slow tie episode anywho um, yeah, Lose It's a pretty good song. I like the lead guitar. Thank you. Yeah, I thought that's more of you being a guitarist and you straight went to the guitar. But yeah, I've, I've, I'd i say it's an alright song. I'm not sure if I fully like it or not yet. That's fair. I do also like, I do feel like it's quite well written. Like, it feels very complete. Unlike the next song, um, Petrified in Love. Ah, right, okay. Uh, yeah, I can see what you mean, yeah. Um, it's First listen, I didn't like it. Yeah. The second or so listen, but after that, I was like, yeah, I don't mind it. No, I do quite like it, but it's very underwritten. The chorus is very short. There's barely any verses. And even the, like, bridge, and there's, like, it, it makes use of having post-choruses and stuff. They're literally just, like, I feel like it's almost wrong to say it's got post-choruses and it's bridges kind of because yeah it's it's just an extension i know it should be an extension of the chorus anyway but i mean like it's just the chorus but the last bit of the chorus mm. yeah it, it's it's just kind of filler yeah. stuff whereas it? what i would have liked is if he'd had that same bit but then wrote like uh, maybe a more interesting bridge where like maybe he'd have a different type of singing because on this album he displays quite a lot of styles of singing yeah like he does that kind of over the radio kind of talky singing like on screen yeah. fuck my life up uh, and then he does his proper sing- blah 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 mm. um, yeah it just in fact I'll show you so look it, it just obviously listening to it I get the same sense of it being kind of half bit but you know what I mean there's not much is there no it is yeah I'd, I'd it, I don't know if I've got much else to say Honestly, it's yeah. There's not a lot. Uh, honestly, that's fine by me. The next song, everywhere. I actually had a bit to say about this one, but I'll let you take the lead if you want. I think it's an L. You think it's an L? Yeah, it's not like it. It's a skip for me. I like it. Quite <laughs> a lot. Now, uh, what I what I want to say first. One of the th- things I wrote about this. The first time I listened to it, I wrote the first ballady song, and I d- the way I described the production was it sounds like an Amy Winehouse song. See, I with the horns and it's quite like minimalistic. 
and it's quite like nostalgic sounding and I commented on how good his voice sounds on this I might be thinking back badly on it but I distinctly remember yesterday skipping it purely because I was just like yeah I'm not feeling it I, I feel like it might be more my music taste of being less slow I no, very yeah, much I like the pumpy kind of songs but I, I don't know Wumpy Pumpy songs yes indeed <laughs> shout out all my all my homies that say Wumpy Pumpy um, I also thought that the lyrics in this were quite interesting uh, I'm not going to go on too much because again a lot of his lyrics really like poems which is a very good thing and it makes it more fun to listen to but I really like the second verse where it says just a, just a bit closer or something and it's walk beside your lonely water screaming Moses that's alright I just liked it yeah. I just thought it's a w- almost a weird thing to use Moses as like the sort of imagery, but it just sounded cool. I mean, maybe uh, going back to that biblical reference. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Uh, maybe we need to have a wee wee listen and like properly listen for these biblical references. <laughs> no, I've not thought of this, but now I'm looking through this with you, the next song I have something quite amusing to say. So, what do you think of Abigail? I I think like the other uh, female titled songs i do enjoy this it's good isn't it yeah uh i thought it was just kind of your average acoustic machine i guess so i feel like i'm very basic though so i, I did enjoy it quite yeah, a bit i get that i thought it was a little bit bland compared to like the last song especially mm-hmm. but do you know what i did notice there's this section of the song with uh, layered up vocals right have you ever watched family guy i can't say i've watched a lot of family guy now are you aware of the episode where peter griffin and quagmire form a band um, I feel like I have seen clips of this. Now, I can't help but think he sounds like that when he lays his vocals like <laughs> it is in the song. <laughs> I was listening to it, and I was like, I was just sat there, I was like, this reminds me of something. Now, it must have been later on or something. Um, and it just clicked. Like, I was sat in bed or something, and I just thought, oh my god. Uh, I, 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 I'll play it. I'm not going to play it like into the mic or anything. I'll literally play it like a second. Um, but it's just <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> it does that I love that you've made this reference <laughs> that's so funny it doesn't it though like it kind does, of yeah. yeah Um, I'm very apologetic if I absolutely screamed at the mic that I forgot I was meant to be like holding it a certain distance from my mouth anyway uh, yeah good song innit yeah indeed yeah the chorus is very lyrically nice. Yeah, it's just a very all-round enjoyable song. It is. It's also kind of like it's a story, which I like. Yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for them kind of story kind of it's songs. Also, it's nice because it tells a story, and it, it manages to tell it in quite an obvious way without it being patronising. So, like, do you know a lot of songs? There's no like split between the songs that are like. Uh, so I was walking down the street and I met a man, his name was Stan, and he sold me an ice cream out of his van, right? Mm. It goes from, <laughs> Aiden Moore freestyle, <laughs> it goes from shit like that, and then you'll get things that are like, it'll be telling a story, and the lyrics will be like, a bottle of water on a dark shelf. And it's like, how is that telling the story? Do you know what I mean? It's been too descriptive of, like, it just needs to... Just what? tell, just, yeah, it, it, it draws a nice line between telling a story and being artistic. I think that's fair, yeah. You've, you've pointed the mic at me whilst I'm having a sip of water. But yeah. I um, wanted to get that ASMR for all my, <laughs> all my kooky listeners. 
Shall we, Coots? Indeed, very good band. Children of the Stars is the next song. Uh, see, this was the... I only probably listened to this... First listen, I was... I was almost, like, not paying attention listening to it, but I do enjoy the song. Yeah, same. It's a... After the first couple of listens, I was... Yeah, I, I do enjoy this one, yeah. I... I like the scent. I, I, I've got to say sentiment, but that's not the right word. I, I like the feeling that it gives me. Yeah, the vibe, the atmosphere, yes. the, the mise-en-scene. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I get that. Also, I like the lyrics a lot. Again, it's just like, Woman of wonder, dawn into my soul in your opium apparition. You're a muse goddess, you're a beacon divine. That's just good, isn't it? Yeah, it's just very pleasant, isn't it? Mm. Um, one thing that I did kind of know about this song is that it's quite bluesy in a way. Uh, and now, I don't know if you've ever listened to Young Rebel Set. No. Um, they're my old music teacher's old bands, but like I grew up listening to them. Right, okay. And this guy was my teacher, and I was like, wow, dude. Oh my god, he's my teacher. That's sick. <laughs> but this song kind of sounds like one of their songs in a way. It's kind of acoustic beat, but with like kind of bluesy elements in a way. And uh, this song is kind of the point I was getting to in the album where I was getting a bit bored of the climaxes. But there's a, like a solo that's unreal and the the ending, I, I actually went quite descriptive and I was like, it's like bold and goosebump, goosebump inducing with flawless backing vocals. <laughs> I, I'm never going to be able to describe anything in more detail than that. But yeah, I yeah. was bored on the train. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I very much from someone that is like family-wise are very bluesy. Uh, with my brother very much enjoying playing blues, and my cousin's my cousin's boyfriend also being very much into blues. Yeah, I can, I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to get some blues albums next. Getting up soon. You know what yeah. I mean? Next song is "Heart Filled Up." This is one of the ones that I don't really remember all that well. This is, uh, I can't think of it in my head, but I didn't like it. I feel like the fact that I'm not remembering it might say something about it as well. Yeah. Um, do was, go on, what kind of reasons did you not like it? Do you know what I mean? Was it just boring, or was it like... I can't even say I can remember much of it, so I mean... Let, let me have a wee listen, and let me try and remind myself. But All right, well... I'll, um, while you kind of remind yourself, I'll give a quick little... What I, One of the things I didn't like about it is I felt like the mixing was slightly dodgy and it felt like his voice was a little bit too buried and there's like this high-pitched ringing at certain points that's just ear-achy mm. and I just... It just didn't do anything for me. I... Don't even remember the song. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite a, sorry for the moment, oh, I, I, just I, do, a little reminder. I do remember a bit of it, but yeah, I feel like it, it, it is a bit boring, but it's, yeah, the fact that I don't, rem- like, I didn't remember it until I had to, like, go play the chorus there, just is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, next song, Shine a Light. I would say enjoyable song, yeah. yeah. See, I thought that too, because I've listened to it since writing these notes, and I enjoyed it. However, here I wrote, it tries too much, I find it boring. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy this song, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's 
Well, that's a bit harsh. Yeah, that is a bit <laughs> harsh. I think I was listening to it, so... Um, it's quite rom. It's a very romantic song. You say you want a love and you need them now. Someone other from the lost and found. You're dancing with the devil with your long dark hair. It's very poetic. It's very romantic. I think what I meant is that I wasn't massive on it. I didn't dislike it. But at the time, I think it was the chorus. I was a bit like, it's almost like he, it, it's almost too, trying too hard to be an anthemic chorus. I, I guess so. I feel like, um, yeah, I, I, I'm struggling with the words here. But yeah, yeah I, f- I feel like it's just all around enjoyable. And I feel like it goes back to the whole kind of sentiment of this album where it's very poetic. It's very lovey and poet lovey dovey and poetic yeah. at the same time and it's just it's a nice song i i, I feel like this is one of the ones that very much fits the album yeah i do think this is one that is worth listening to a, a lot of them are unlike the next song see this is the one just before julian isn't it this yeah. is desperation this is i feel like this was one that i was skipping as well yeah that it's not not my favourite, no. I, I don't... Have you got the lyrics there? Yeah, yeah. Well, have you I was going to say, lyrically, the first verse is one of the best on the album for me. If you can give it a little read, if you like. Yeah, I mean... Let me see. I'm going to not speak aloud because, you know, dyslexia yeah. and that, and I will butcher this. That's fine. But having a read through... It is very yeah i mean overall the verses are very poetic yeah i like it lyrically yeah. however i think this was the point of the album i was getting to where i was struggling to uh i didn't want to listen to every song because it's quite a long album for the i'd feel like 40 minutes is a good length and this is about an hour yeah. it's over an hour is it not uh, i could check on that i feel like this is also one of them ones that's or it's not showing at the bottom is it yeah yeah, hour and twelve. Yeah, I feel like it doesn't need to be as long as it is. It was very much the case of when I was listening to it in the car. I was like, "Yeah, I'm getting bored near the end." Whereas but if it was a bit, if it was like forty minutes, this would have been an amazing. I, it's still a really, really fucking good album. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But Which again, I sound very negative about it, but uh, it's hard to explain a lot of these songs without just going, "Oh, it's catchy." Yeah, but, I mean. It, that kind of sums it up quite well with it being yeah it's just catchy isn't it yeah now so i weren't massive on desperation can i have a quick next one uh i weren't massive on desperation uh i i, I did like it was a bit more upbeat it was a bit i i think i described it as a, a decent little track but it's just a little bit formulaic i like the solos yet again the bass lines and the drums throughout the entire album are pretty amazing. Yeah. Produ- production wise and instrumentation, it's pretty much the entire album is on a very high standard. Yeah, I'd say so as well. Yeah, it's very much. I feel like there's ups and downs from my standpoint, and there's also like, I don't know. It's just, I'm not. Obviously, I'm not very like music oriented, so I yeah. can't really comment on production as much unless it's really bad yeah. but yeah I, I from my standpoint i very i'm enjoying 
I've enjoyed my listens of the album. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm gonna be overly listening to it that much more. That's a big thing for me, you know. That's probably my main issue with it is that there are certain songs in this I will go back to. As an album, will I ever listen to it again? As an album, I don't know. I I feel like there's a couple songs in there that I will happily they'll go my playlist and I'll be more than happy to listen to it. But I don't think that a full album listen through will happen for another quite a while. Yeah. Now, next is one of the best songs in the album for me, Julianne, which yet again continues the trend of a song with a name is like a story. Yeah. Uh, I also would agree that this is probably one of my, not my favourites, but I would say this is up there on the album. Oh, yeah, same as Amazing. Yeah. I, I would say this is on similar to your level as Abigail. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I do enjoy it quite a lot. I also like that the outro, like the kind of end of the song, is him saying good night. <laughs> and like, because the whole song kind of sets place over the course of a night, and he's like, yeah. he sees her, and he's like, oh, tonight, blah blah blah. So in fact, he actually says, uh, and believe me, I know I won't see you tomorrow. I guess it's true. It's just what we do. But tonight's all right, Julianne. You is yeah. literally the start of the song. Is this is the night? Does the night? Then he says good night, and she goes. I'm not even sure. Good. That's just what it says. Oh, that's just how it goes. <laughs> Bars. It'd be better with a Carty verse, not. Um, yeah, so it's just a sweet song. Yeah, very much agree that it's just a nice song, yeah. pleasant to listen. Nothing much you go some Sweet little yeah, guitar. Just, some, yeah. yeah. Next song, take me my no, take me take mine. This is one of the ones that was very ending near the yeah, the second last song. This was one of the ones where it was the full effect of I'm getting. N- not bored, but yeah, kind of bored of the album at that yeah. point. And I feel like before we even get to the last song, I go to the last song, this is really, I just like, yeah, I'm over yeah, it. I'm <laughs> done. Like, you feel like you've achieved something by yeah. finishing it. What I will say is this song has the vibe of, uh, it's almost like Iron Sky, but like, do you know what I mean? It feels like he's tried to get a similar... Yeah, he's tried to recreate, but... Almost recreate, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. Iron Sky is a very like anthemic, slow, but powerful. Yeah, very much. Bitter. Yeah, bit of kit. Yeah, I mean, I feel like what what you can, the 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 way we kind of some of these songs you don't know what to say. Um, obviously, as much as this is kind of a thing I do, like analyzing stuff and that, like that's part of my uni degree and whatever. Yeah. So obviously, for like me, it's as you've said before like I'm more used to analysing stuff than you yeah however there is a lot it's hard to say all that much about yeah I mean I feel like the whole kind of album at this point is very much in my head as like a few good ones the good ones is a few songs don't you yeah and the rest of them are just very forgettable and not not so much thingy I was I was I knew it was long, but when I was looking through it, I was like I was almost surprised on how long. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And right, we're at the last song now. I don't want to spend too long talking about this song. Yeah, and fully the fact I don't think I've ever listened to this song without being like, uh, just yeah, I'm not yeah. up for it anymore. That's it. And I think if you listen to the song on its own, it's really good. 
it's just kind of acoustic sort of weird lyricism I do need to listen to it on its own I feel like a lot of these songs I need to listen to on its own rather than a part of the album I feel like a lot of them would be better almost as a standalone like single rather than part of the album but this is very much a lyrically dense kind of the the one way I can explain it is again it's kind of like he it's all it's like he's writing a letter to someone through the form of a song but it's quite impressive it's almost like a lyrical feat to listen to yeah I feel like I I do need to listen to it on its own this song especially yeah I feel like it's probably the case of where like this entire album has been very poetic and he's put the last song as a as a triumph of almost yeah. of like all of it. It's like almost like a victory lap, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's very much like him showing hey, this is the encompass of this that, yeah. I don't no, think that's the right like word. But all encompassing summarization of his yeah. work. Like it's like it's the 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 abstract of an essay but in music form yeah basically yeah it, it's just it, it's like his it's, it, i mean it basically it is just kind of an outro to the album it's not an outro but like it, it can yeah you it's know a, what I mean? it wraps it up doesn't it yeah now that is the full album and what i would like to do before we get into ranking it we're almost at the end so don't you worry what <laughs> do you think i'll show you the track list well, what I want your favorite and least favorite song off the album. Hmm. Acid Eyes is my favorite. Okay. Least favorite. Hmm. This one's difficult. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna have to put Heart Filled Up because I, I don't remember a lot of it and I feel like yeah. that speaks words about it for me Yeah, the fact that I don't remember a lot of it I'm going to be, I'm going to put it bottom but I feel like a lot of, I, I feel like it could change I think that if I listened to all these songs individually I'd like them a lot more than yeah. as a full album I feel like they would, and my perspective on them would change quite mm. a bit now, uh, favourite for me I might, I know it's the obvious one but I might go through the echoes because it, the, the chorus is that good that's fair through the air. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people would say that, to be fair. Although, shout out uh, Abigail and Children of the Stars. Yeah. Uh, if I were to say, my, if I were to pick a least favourite, I would probably go with Heart Filled Up as well. Despite how good aspects of it are. Yeah. I just, I don't think, I feel like that might be the light, least likely one for me to go back and listen to. That's fair. Now, as a whole album, I would like. Can you give me some some summarizing thoughts as like what you think of it? All around, decent album, good album. Very, very pleasant listen. Very poetic, very lovable aspects of it. But I would agree hard with the fact that listening to them on their own, as separated from the album might make my perspective on a lot of the songs a lot better no i would i do agree i think it's a very nice album and it's kind of a good album at the core but it's almost burdened by the fact that it's an hour and 12 minutes long of kind of one core style yeah 
and if he'd split, it's almost like it has an A and a B side, but like not as obvious. It wouldn't be like the first half. I don't mean like that. I mean like it's almost like it's an album that he wrote, and then all the B sides he included the B sides in the album. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because a lot of it, be that I'm not saying that a lot of it's bad songs, because realistically there aren't any. Even the ones I don't, I'm more negative of. The reason I'm negative of them is just because it's boring in the context of an album. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. It's it's almost like there's a lot of songs just lumped in there that could yeah. be on a B side. Like this is the kind of album that you could make. You could have memories with this album, as long as you listen to it correctly. Like you yeah. wouldn't almost like if you're going to meet someone who's going like say you're going to meet your mates right. You want some tunes on the way. I could listen to probably four or five songs off this. Yeah, and that would be like perfect yeah i'd i'd hard agree where like for songs to really mean something you've got to have add the memories to them as well and exactly. i feel like there's a few songs on here that definitely could do that yeah and i feel like there's a few that might for me honestly but our kind of final thing we do is we we give it a rank so from i think it's from f to s right like right, s okay. you know what i mean so what rank are you going to give it so i was i was thinking this was out of 10 so out of ten, I was gonna put six point eight. Okay. So, right. So, can I see the ranking? In yeah. And I I wrote down what I was gonna put it out, but I don't want to say that. Right. Okay. Uh, right. So S to F. So we've got, we'll, we'll give a quick reminder because there aren't too many albums. So nothing in S yet. In A, we've got. Uh, Demon Days, Flower Boy, and Illinois. In B, we've got Silent Alarm and whole lot of red oh right okay. i didn't even know what that was <laughs> whole lot of red i'd like to just kind of uh, i'll stick bearing in, okay bearing in mind it's wrote down as wlr uh, that's yeah. how i didn't get it and i'm not very much a rap person so yeah. um what i know this isn't the right really episode to this but i didn't say it at the time and i've kind of developed my opinions in it a bit more that album's almost made by the vibes like as in yeah. have you ever seen them videos of people in bathrooms listening to it in schools and stuff yeah like it didn't really blow up and then about a year after people used to stand in school bathrooms blasting whole lot of red dancing <laughs> like that's almost what makes it so good yeah it's just very it's not even like meme but like it's just like it's it is it's, it's just yeah it's that anyway so what rank are you going to give we've got nothing in D E or F by the way C D uh, I missed out E didn't I yeah Okay, percent FC. I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm gonna put it B. Okay. I'm go. I was gonna go C. See, I was trying to weigh up between B and C, but I'm trying to think. So, in my head, it's easier to do it with numbers with mm -hmm. six point eight or six point seven. But I think if uh, I'm gonna put, I forgot. I can't. Remember, I didn't put E in. I think that a 6.8 would land it in kind of C area. Yeah. Because I feel like S is going to be like 10 out of 10. Yeah. A is going to be like basically 9, 8.5 above, I guess. Yeah. B is very much like 7.5 above. Yeah. And then C kind of lands in the area that you've put this in. And I think C is a very solid. Yeah. yeah. That's fair enough. So there you go. As my first podcast started. How was it? How was it? I was very nervous going in, but I don't think I've done that bad. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I think you did good, my man. 
Uh, um, did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was very enjoyable. I didn't realise how long we were going it's for. It's weird, isn't I looked, it? I looked at the time when you were like, oh, well, we might need to qu- hurry up a bit. And I was like, wow, we're like 40 minutes in. That's this is like a thing that even I still don't get it, how fast time goes when you do a podcast. It's just sitting and having a chat with your mate, isn't it? That's why I like the music thing, because it kind of it keeps you anchored to one thing. Yeah, rather than just, we would be on some tangents right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we've still got a few. We yeah. talked about Boris at one point. Um, will you be on again? Probably. I mean, we love to see it. Of course, my man. Right, thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure you plug in your social media, by the way. Uh, I don't even know what to plug. I'll send you the link. I guess so. My Instagram's fine. Button, yeah, but Button won't even post it anyway. <laughs> I'm calling you old boy. Uh, anyway, thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed. If you do go and listen to the album, give us a message. Let us know what you think. Uh, yeah. I mean, let me know. Especially let him know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just message me on everything in my house. Everything at once. You have to send, send me, the same. Send me letters. Send me handwritten letters. Um, pigeon, please. <laughs> just, I mean, send him a pigeon. He likes eating them. Yeah. I'm going to fry it up and have a nice little curry with a pigeon. He likes the feathers. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, enjoy your evenings. Happy Monday. Enjoy the warm weather. Goodbye. <laughs>